I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know your dog on a genetic level with an Embark Dog DNA test. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark analyzes twice as much genetic data as the competition, screens for over 210 genetic health risks, and tests for 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DOG, that's D-O-G, to get $40 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DOG to save today. Hurry into Mattress Firm. For a limited time, save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or get up to 60% off America's top-rated brands like Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99 or Sleepies at $169.99. In stock for fast delivery only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Welcome, everybody, to another crazy edition of Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio right here on the Beyond Ringside Radio Network. Two-thirds of the triple threat complete and in the house tonight. Brian Taylor, what's going on, sir? Mm, Not much. What's going on? Sorry, I'm distracted. That's all right. It's a a beautiful weekend out here in Virginia. The uh, skies are sunny. And I think the temperature is like 75 outside. It's so nice. I'm Stan Grubb, of course, and we are joined once again by the Mo- Motor City Motor Mouth, the Magic City Motor Mouth, <laughs> Fast Eddie Lane. What's up, Eddie? Did you do that as a silent tribute to destroyer barges that have gone by in the past? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I started to, and then I said, nah, let me just go back. <laughs> there you go. How we doing? Doing good, man. How about yourself? Wonderfully well. It's been a topsy turvy week. I actually still get um, I still pop at the uh, Macy's New York City fireworks display on Wednesday nights. Uh, we have a couple of them that go on around our home market, but I always DVR the Macy's one because they just absolutely tear it up, and it gets bigger and bigger every year. Three years ago, it was two uh, three boats. Two years ago. Um, two boats, or excuse me, three boats. Last year, they went to four, and this year they went to four barges and three smaller boats to make seven total in use. And I'm just sitting back going, wow. I think I'm going to fly up next year just to have a boat on the Hudson to watch this um, display go off. Yeah, the 4th of July is always a pretty uh, big deal around the uh, Virginia area also neighborhood right across the way from where i live does a huge huge setup uh brian i know you were at uh you were at one of the bigger parks in the area weren't you 
No, we were at an elementary school that overlooks the park. Ah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, smarter, not harder. You know, what very I'm saying? true. <laughs> Especially when it comes to the traffic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, lots of news to talk about this week, guys. We have got uh, some controversy, <laughs> some injuries, some rumors, and uh, we've even got a Brock Lesnar sighting. And yeah. some good old-fashioned wrestling, too. Just throw that out there. Indeed we do. So let's talk about the controversy. Let's get the elephant out of the, elephant in the room out of the way. Ring of Honor, World Heavyweight Champion, center of controversy right now, Jay Lethal. Um, following his victory over Dalton Castle, Cody Rhodes, and who was the third or the fourth part of that? I don't remember. Silas Young, I think. No. Uh, Wasn't Silas? No, Silas was in a different match. Yeah. So following his victory, Taylor Hendricks, former Ring of Honor superstar, former Impact superstar, and of course nationally known throughout the independents, takes to Twitter and puts accusations out there that the reason her push in Ring of Honor and the reason she didn't become the Woman of Honor, Women of Honor champion was that she would not sleep with Jay Lethal. Hmm. So here's the thing. If we've learned nothing from recent social media events, the one thing we have learned, and Eddie, you and I talked about it just a few moments ago, that is to wait and see. Because let's just go ahead and take a look at a few different examples. Enzo Amore. Now, granted, Enzo doesn't have a lot of friends. I get that. Not a popular guy backstage and uh, could have done a few things differently. However, initially when the reports come out that he's accused of sexual assault, there's reports out there stating that he was under investigation, that he denied the investigation to the World Wrestling Entertainment folks, and he was summarily fired. Everybody, myself included, putting Mr. Amore under the bus, solidly, and then going forward and backwards just a few times to make sure he's got the tread marks. Here's the problem, though. As of this morning, excuse me, Phoenix Police Department releases a police report advising there was not sufficient evidence to not only charge, but also also to further investigate the situation, also stating that there was no corroborating evidence from either social media and or cell phones to support the theory that there would have been any type of assault. The only thing they could prove is what the the young lady was indeed in his hotel room, and she left the next morning. That's all they could prove. So, fast forward. Enzo Amore has been fired by WWE. Everybody thinks that he lied and that he denied it and all of that. Now, suddenly, it looks like Enzo might actually have a case and could actually sue this girl for slander, among other things, and also sue WWE for wrongful termination if he wanted. No. Whether he'd be successful or not, who knows. But the truth of the matter is, now we have to take a look at Mr. Amore in a different light. No. Now we look at CM Punk. Further example, right? CM Punk goes on the uh, Colt Cabana show, his podcast, talking about WWE, damning WWE because of how they treated him. Fair fair enough, right? We all get into his corner because kind of makes sense. Make kind of follows with what we'd see. Are you eating something? Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. 
That's it. Go to the corner. <laughs> My apologies, sir. You get the dummy so, hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, Punk goes ahead and goes live. Everybody gets in his corner. Everybody's like, yep, CM Punk's right. The WWE's screwing him. Uh, hail and farewell. CM Punk deserves to go wherever he wants to go. I mean, you start hearing rumblings of this contingent. They're like, oh, he's a prima donna. He was given everything that he wanted. WWE is totally innocent. So, WWE takes him to court for... Uh, defamation of character and slander and a couple other things based off of the allegations that Dr. Chris Amon was at fault for how he was treating wrestlers, including CM Punk. Well, it causes all kinds of controversy. Everybody suddenly gets split, and now CM Punk is seen as some kind of a prima donna jerk because they think maybe he was lying just to get more money out of the company. Well, we find out later on that... CM Punk is found innocent, I suppose, or civil court is just not at fault, correct? Pretty much. Yeah. So, found not at fault in the uh, in the lawsuit, and Chris Amon and WWE have to fit the legal bill. Now we have to take a second look at CM Punk and realize, eh, maybe CM Punk was really telling the truth, and we should all maybe just sit back and go, okay, that's how it really is. So, with Taylor Hendricks making the accusation, I have to agree with that. I, I did catch a little bit of what, we t- what he heard, said earlier. It's time to maybe take a moment and just wait. Because we don't know all the facts yet. And while it, it's not a good, good look for Jay Lethal, don't get me wrong, any kind of allegation like that, it's going to hurt his career. It sucks, but it's going to happen. Ring of Honor is going to be somewhat tainted from it, too. Again, it, this kind of thing is controversial, and it spreads. However, until there's further proof, I honestly don't know where I stand with this. I don't. I don't know that I believe Jay Lethal. I don't know that I believe Taylor Hendricks. I never met Jay Lethal. Any any information I've ever gotten about him was that while in the ring, he's a tremendous professional. Outside the ring, he appears to be, from what I've read, and all of this is speculation, uh, a bit of a prima donna who doesn't like to shake hands or talk to people. But I don't know that for sure. It's just opinion and conjecture. Taylor Hendricks, she kind of has some of that going on in her own right. Again, I've met Taylor Hendricks. I had no problem with her. I thought she was tremendous both in the ring and out of the ring. Maybe I'm biased. I'm not really sure who I believe in this. Brian, what do you think? Um, I haven't... Other than seeing one thing that started this all, I haven't fooled with it. Yeah. There's no reason to fool with it until more comes to light. Yeah, more information. Right. I mean, it's it's definitely controversial. Um, it's not a good look for either the company or for Jay Lethal, but at the same time, if it comes out to be smoke and mirrors, then boy, Taylor's going to have her work cut out for her to recover for this. Eddie, what was your stance? One, wait. Yeah. I have worked with Taylor Hendricks. I have my own personal opinions about her. I have worked with Jay Lethal. I have my own personal opinions about him. But the first-hand knowledge that I have of the two stems from a professional circumstance, not a personal, personal circumstance. So that does not give me the latitude and the first-hand knowledge of either individual to predicate my making 
a rush rash decision. Now, this is what I have recommended for everybody to do. Hold up. Because I have bashed verbally B-A-S-H-E-D bashed. Sports media, wrestling media, those who want to consider themselves to be wrestling media, and the mainstream media for the way that they have handled circumstances over the last few years. And let's go back to it. Chris Benoit, he who shall not be named. When ESPN, Shepard Smith, the Fox News, and about five other outlets, the first words they said, roid rage. You guys don't know this yet. They did not know this. This was day one. Lo and behold, I don't care if it was proven to be that or not, or complications from CTE and concussions. The fact is, the media and those who profess to be in the media have become so sensationalistic. New word, write it down, make a t-shirt. They are seduced by this, by this aura of, I can get my opinion out there first and mine's going to hold water because I got out there before everybody else did. That does not always hold true. Two words, rich swan. That's why I'm saying I don't care if you're the almighty Schmave Schmelzer. I don't care who you are in this industry. I don't care if it's the guys at Sports Center, Fox Sports One, Bleacher Report, Playboy Sports. I don't care. Wait. Let the investigation play itself out. Let's get the facts before we form an opinion or make a judgment. Because remember, a whole bunch of people have done that in previous days and ended up with a ton of egg on their face. And that's where it becomes just such a hairy issue. I mean, granted, it's in the news, so we're going to point it out. Hey, this is a thing that's happening right now. It's getting a lot of buzz. But if at the end of the day it turns out that there was just an unhappy, you know, an unhappy former employee for the company that felt like she was screwed, well, now we know that you can't trust this person in or out of the ring. And that's not a good look. If it turns out that there's truth behind it and that, Ring of Honor covered it up, then the problem with that is you got to wonder if there's anybody else. Supposedly, supposedly is really the, or allegedly, really the term we need to stick to, there's a second victim here. Eh, You know what? If it happens that way, if we find facts, then it makes sense. But if it doesn't, or if we don't, you got to kind of call it what it is, and that's just smoke and mirrors. And for the time being... I'm sure you guys would agree. That's uh, that's really all that we can say about that. So let's talk about some other stuff. Did you guys know there was a Brock Lesnar sighting last night? <laughs> all day long. That's what I saw. Twitter, Facebook, other, you know, media... Uh, outlets, Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who? I mean, 
I think ESPN already has the tail of the tape out for them, too. Cormier is actually the favorite, according to the Westgate and five other uh, five other gambling sites. So Daniel Cormier wins the UFC Heavyweight Championship. Thank you. Uh, defeating Stipe Miocic. I think that's how it's pronounced. Stipe Miocic. Stipe Miocic. Okay, well, I botched that one. Bad. Yes, you did, sir. Have you not so, seen the Modelo commercials? <laughs> uh, nope. Anyway, <laughs> Cormier... Fresh off his victory, hops on a microphone with Joe Rogan, and you know immediately calls out mm. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, in a scene right out of the WWE. Yeah. So all of you guys that are like, "Oh, the UFC is legit." Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's not. You've been lied to, <laughs> and you need to just go on and sit on Santa's lap a little bit longer. <laughs> and sir, I hate to correct you again, but. Uh, it wasn't immediately. It took him a couple uh, of minutes because he was actually ab- that was after an interview with Joe Rogan, where Rogan talked about the fact that, and Cormier acknowledged the fact that he is one of five people to hold a championship in more than one weight class, as well as the second person in UFC history, UFC history, to be a dual champion. Saw the fight last night. It's still a work. Still a work. Yeah, I had Stipe in four. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I was wrong. It's still a work. <laughs> As the great Tony Schiavone said, it's a work. So, of course, Lesnar comes out there and gets face-to-face with Cormier. And, hey, congratulations, UFC. This is going to be a big draw for them. But, uh, you know, if I'm Vince, yep. Jump off the I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking to myself, why is my champion not at work? Now, granted, I just said it's a work, right? So, I mean, part of me thinks, well, Vince is just going to let him do whatever he wants, use him when he needs him, and make money off of the appearances. All right, I get that. But we talked about it last week, and I, I still agree to the point now. While he is a draw or an attraction, I don't know that he sells an abundance of tickets anymore. And outside of UFC, I'm not so sure the interest for Mr. Lesnar is all that strong. So, wrestling fans right now on Twitter, especially, and Brian, I know you probably saw it, fans on Twitter are just just stark raving mad right now that Brock Lesnar can show up at UFC, but he can't be at Monday Night Raw. All right, so... I'm, I'm sure... That he needs, you know, some type of authorization to just show up on the show, right? And even to climb in the ring. I'm sure he's not just allowed to climb in somebody else's ring, you know, from the WWE, right? Right. So, I'm, you know, I'm sure he had to call, run it by somebody. And something tells me that Vince is okay with this. Because if Brock Lesnar, as the reigning, defending, you know, whatever whatever the line is, goes out there and beats the UFC champ. Daniel Cormier. Yeah. Then that would give some type of legitimacy in their mind to Brock Lesnar and the WWE. Uh, was he got the world title? You know, was he got universal? The galactic 
Space Intelligence. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Universal title. No, that's okay. Kevin Brannon's promotion there, Stan. Who? The Intergalactic Eurasian title. That's uh, Uranusan title. That's Kevin Brannon. Hey, hey, hey. hey. We, don't, we don't do that stuff here, buddy. So who is the Uran- Uranusan champion? That's classic. I love that. Oh, I know. I, know. I just thought He's of it. <laughs> but Kevin Brannon of uh, LXW down here in Alabama actually had an intergalactic champion. And no, that person was not introduced by the song Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. <laughs> Although I'd have popped big time. Missed opportunity there. Um, mm-hmm. Brian, you were here last week when I made the statement. And I've made this statement up and down the network. I have said this from square one. Brock Lesnar is being paid by Vince McMahon to train for UFC return. When Brock Lesnar makes his UFC return, unless Vince finally feels the pressure from the board, Brock's going to keep that belt through the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if you gentlemen have read this or not, but this is something that I monitored when it comes to Lesnar and his suspension by USADA, the United States Anti-Doping Agency. Lesnar still has six months of of a suspension to serve. The earliest this fight can take place is January. But you have a two-month window because um, reports surfaced earlier today that Daniel Cormier has announced a hard deadline for his retirement when he turns 40 in March. Well, you know, it's interesting you mentioned that. USADA has already been speaking with and testing Mr. Lesnar for a rumored fight at Madison Square Garden in November. If they waive the balance of the suspension, first off, I'll be impressed because they normally don't. Just ask John Jones. Ask Chris Cyborg. Well, John Jones's case, he kept doing drugs. Yeah, I know. So, he just oh, yeah. In, yeah. In the words of Jim Carrey in his role in the movie Liar Liar, quit breaking the law, asshole. <laughs> Be surprised I don't have that soundbite. Why? I don't know. But no. But like I said, you have a very limited window because Cormier has announced the fact, champion or not, he will retire when he turns 40. And you got to think, he defeated Stipe Mirocic last night, who was a heavy favorite for the most part in some sports books. What kind of name is Stipe? He's Latin, sir. My name is Stipe. Uh, I am UFC champion. I didn't say Latin. I'm sorry. I cannot believe I just said Latin. I am so sorry. But, um, no. In in the words of... um, More like El Stupe. (laughs) Can you insult anybody else at the beginning? In in the words of Phil Coulson to Captain America in the movie The Avengers, he's not from around here. It took me a while to collect them all. They're a vintage set. <laughs> <laughs> They're vintage. <laughs> so here's the thing. With Lesnar now going through his USADA testing, we don't know for certain what about what's really going on with that, but we know he's in the testing pool right now. If he passes and they waive the suspension, now, um, Eddie, to your point, I think his... Um, his waving of suspension, if that happens, if you needed any more proof that the UFC is a work, just wait until they announce the fight for November. And this also should indicate to us that we should see Brock, uh, excuse me, Braun Strowman as Universal Champion very soon. No, no, 
No. Mm-mm. He will carry that belt to at least WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar will carry that belt through at least his UFC return, but this is where Vince has got the biggest quandary on his hands. Okay, look, I've said for years, pro wrestling is weird. Uh, okay, I've said for the last couple of years, pro wrestling is real, the UFC is a work. Mixed martial arts is real. The UFC is a work. Remember, when Dana White wanted to get the UFC in New York, what did he tell the Athletic Commission? That it's sports entertainment. Remember that? When Brock Lesnar walks down that aisle, if it's in a reasonable amount of time and the board hadn't gone up Vince's wazoo, Brock has that belt on a UFC pay-per-view, Vince McMahon will have a loud, earth-shattering, sustained orgasm. Mm-hmm. And again, Ew. if he wins, if he wins, look at what that does for the WWE. If. Yeah, if. If he wins, right. <laughs> now, get the F out. E, he wins. <laughs> <laughs> ha! Thank you. That was horribly bad, I know. <laughs> That's one of my jokes right there, buddy. It's just it's just crazy that uh, the the shenanigans behind that universal title right now. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. They should have a restaurant. And it, it isn't the universal title. Doesn't that have the lineage, or is it this the one on SmackDown? Which one's nah, got the true lineage? The true lineage is what the one that AJ has. Oh, okay. Actually, I thought True Lineage was the one on uh, Monday Night Raw with with the WWE I stamp so on it. Too. Because the one on uh, SmackDown is still recognized as the WWE, read the belt, it's WWE World Heavyweight Champion. So the universal title on Raw is what's carrying the WWF's lineage? Pretty much. And not I- just that, but the NWA lineage. Because don't forget, oh, they were merged. No, that was SmackDown. Man, that's... Well, if that's the case, then it, it would be the WWE title on SmackDown that has that lineage. Because that's the one that merged with all of them. So that's going to be the one. Yeah, I was under. The, I think that the one on SmackDown, because it is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, that's the one that evolved out of the old WCW belt. But it also was unified with the WWE title. Remember when? Sure. Uh, yeah, well, that, but also when Randy Orton won the World Heavyweight title and the WWE title match, the ladder match against uh, Cena. Yeah, the the Universal title was a created title in recent history. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship used to be the Undisputed, which was, of course, the merger belt. Yeah. Oh, good. They can piss that one away, then. When when they merge them back together, the only one that'll stick will be AJ's. They ought to just go ahead and bring up the North American Championship from NXT because it has more credibility than the Universal title right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or better yet, let's bring back the Western States title. Hey, hey, I like that. Belt. So I saw an interesting video today on YouTube 
of 10 titles that the WWE had in the past. And one of them was for like some martial arts. It was like some martial arts title that uh, Inoki won. And then when uh, New Japan and WWE had a fallen out, Inoki kept that title. And then they also used to have a North American title uh, before this one. Hmm. So, so it's I on YouTube. This one, I wonder if this one carries the lineage of the old North American title. Then nope. Mm-hmm. That would be that's a startup belt. If you're referring to the one that was made famous in the Mid South area under Cowboy Bill Watts, the belt that was held by Mister Wrestling Two Magnum T A Ted DiBiase, um, that belt died a flaming death. Um, but it's still in possession of Bill Watts or the Watts family. Now, was that connected to the WWE? Because this one was an actual WWE title. No. The one, to, uh, unless something changed as far as um, during the timelines, the uh, North American Championship, that was uh, that's a Bill Watts baby. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a video for like 10 titles that – you did. It's like ten titles you didn't know the WWE had, or something like that. But a lot of kids don't even know the fact WWE once had a European title. <laughs> <laughs> the European title that was never defended in Europe. Pretty much. No, actually, it was defended at um, Wembley. No, it wasn't. It was defended in the UK. It was. It, no, you're right. It was defended in the UK, but it wasn't Wembley. It was some. Uh, uh, Roe Albert Hall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because Wembley was just, uh, they did Wembley at SummerSlam that one year. Yeah. And they never they never really did a big event there again. Yeah, Wembley was Brett Dog, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was for the Intercontinental. Yeah. yeah. It was still, I mean, still one of the best matches you'll ever be able to find in WWE history. Agreed. So, we go from... The showing of a mysterious Brock Lesnar <laughs> to Madison Square Garden, where The Undertaker was in action for the first time since WrestleMania. And Brian, you caught uh, caught some fan glimpses of this matchup. If I heard it correctly from you, Undertaker looked like he was in pretty good shape. Yeah. Um, Shape-wise, you know, again, it's a fan video, so there's a little bit of distance I mean, not enough to where you can't tell who it is or what's going on. But I'll have to say that I don't recall the last time I saw him move um, like he was moving. I mean, he literally was chaining moves together. Um, I mean, he was moving really well. Um, I mean, it was just it was crazy to watch because you haven't seen that Undertaker in a long time. And it was fun to watch for Kevin Owens, but um, <laughs> yeah, really. But it still speaks volumes for the trust that they have in him to be right. able to put him in there with just about everybody. Yeah, I mean he's a you know he's a professional. He knows what he's doing. But it was just it's good to see him, I guess, with uh, in bet in, in better shape. You know what I'm saying? So if he makes another run. Some some lucky people are going to realize, you know, what he used to be and see a glimpse of that as opposed to the last few WrestleManias where he's more sluggish 
and uh, definitely wasn't, you know, what uh, what we used to see. Well, let me go ahead and ask the question because you know, it's gonna it's gonna get asked now. We we know that he's supposed to compete against Triple H uh, in Australia. Does this mean that maybe we're seeing the Undertaker for one actual last run? Uh, to me, they're, it's not set up that way. It's almost like he's in that rare special attraction type type thing. Um, I'm not saying he couldn't have one more run. Oh, you but... mean he's Brock Lesnar? <laughs> what? Maybe that's maybe that's how you do it. Maybe that's what they're building for. <laughs> um, but uh, again, I'm not saying he couldn't do it. I just don't think they've set it up yet. Now, you know, maybe somewhere down the road he comes back a little bit more than what this will be the second recorded match that we know of he's had this year. Uh, one at the uh, – didn't he have one at that battle roll? The greatest uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah, he, then, uh, he had the casket match against Rusev. Right, and then this one and then one in Australia. So, I mean, he looked good, though. I mean, he chained moves. He, you know, seemed to have some speed on him. Uh, looked to be in better shape. So, hopefully it's good things for him. Well, I'd in, like to in see my, one more. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I think if Undertaker is healthy enough, if he's if he's able to keep moving, I wouldn't mind seeing another limited run. I mean, something that has some value so that he goes out on top, I think that'd be great. Yeah, and they, to me, they have to fix that crap they started last time. Oh, if you don't win, I'll be back. And then they don't win and he never shows up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What happened here? Where'd you go? Gentlemen, <laughs> you have to remember, this is the WWE of which we speak, a company that gave us a year-long build toward a once-in-a-lifetime encounter between John Cena and The Rock. And that became best two out of three, and we still haven't seen the rubber match. <laughs> you know, the other thing I, I think... Personally, too, I'm not interested in seeing him as Cena again. <laughs> the other thing, too, I think is real interesting about that, The I guess it was a six-man match, is who they put with them. <laughs> it was, uh, wasn't it Roman Reigns and... Uh, Bray Wyatt or something, if I if I remember the pictures right. Yeah, it was Roman, Braun, and The Undertaker. Or Braun, yeah, there it is. All right. Yeah, it was just, it's, well, how do we, you know, a year ago, the three of them were beating the tar out of each other. Yeah. Yet, now they're, you know, partners? What the? Yeah, it's kind of crazy to imagine. I mean, I'm glad that, we're able to see people get that kind of attention, especially Brock and not Brock, but Braun Strowman. But the problem is, regardless of the type of attention they're getting right now, <laughs> what does it turn into? Because I mean, having the Undertaker in the same ring with you—that's a huge rub. Well, uh, you know, it's just their way of saying, "Oh, this guy's over" by getting a cheer for the Undertaker. <laughs> it's manufactured. Uh, that's yeah. what they're into, manufacturing, you know, whatever it takes. Oh, did you hear the did you hear the pop he got at Madison Square Garden? Whoa. 
who was he with? The Undertaker. Oh yeah, it was it was for that <laughs> well, yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean if he yeah, comes out for and that saves Undertaker from a beatdown, then yeah, everybody's be like, Oh, it's Roman. Although I will say this, had it been in Philly, I don't think it would have mattered. No. <laughs> Philly has no love. <laughs> no love for the Roman Reigns guy. No love for the big dog. You know, I, I will say this. This is what cracks me up about wrestling fans. And Brian, you and I talked about this a little earlier. So the, the, you, get, you get the moments like that where, where Roman is just ridiculously getting cheered. And, and you kind of feel good for him in that, you know. And, yeah, you have to recognize he's with The Undertaker. So they're going to be behind him. But... Then you see those fans that are like, oh, wow, he's super over. That's awesome. Look, all those people that complain. But then those are the same fans that are like, uh, I hate this guy. He shoved down our throats all the time. I don't ever want to watch Raw again. But the moment he's with Undertaker, it's like, oh, he's so cool. Um, Fair weather. No. Yeah, I mean, really. I, I Hey, everybody's heard the debates we've had. We've had numerous ones. Um it's, you know, you're either with them or you're against them. Going through all of that garbage is just silly to me. And those fans that are that are the ones chanting are talking about how it's, oh, he's so over now. Uh, no, I think, uh, I think when we talk about it from an overall perspective, Roman's certainly growing in his career. Would he ever, you know, come back to to where he was as popular? I, uh, that's hard to say. I mean, he, he it depends on how healthy he stays, I guess. But I don't know that Roman Reigns will ever be as popular as he was before he had his hernia surgery. Wait, he had hernia surgery? So you remember in 2014, <laughs> Roman Reigns starts hitting the Superman punch, and uh, everybody starts going ballistic. That's right around the same time that we saw the house show where the shield itself was crazy over and all of that. Right, so, right against the wise. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So Roman starts blossoming into his own. You know, we start thinking, man, Roman. Pff, Roman's wait, the wait, 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 wait. Let's back up. Let's not put we in this. Brian's sitting okay. back going, Fair what enough. you mean we, Kimasabi? <laughs> so yeah, I, whoa. I started at that point, you know, this is 2014 again. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this, Roman, <laughs> Roman might be the guy. And uh, we get Sucker. to the shield splitting. Roman's still having a solid following, and then all of a sudden we get to November of that same year, and all of a sudden Roman's uh, balloon, so to speak, loses all the air because he's out now for surgery due to a hernia. He comes back, uh, what, two months later? And it was a completely different guy. I mean, the cheers weren't the same, the reactions weren't the same, none of it was the same. But they were convinced, they being the uh, the top brass, were convinced that by putting him back on the main event, that everybody would just flock to him. Now, I'll give him give him credit. He did actually have moments where it seemed like, oh, okay, maybe he's good. maybe they're going to pull this out. But overall, man, it just wasn't a wasn't a good call. It wasn't a smart move, and unfortunately, it was when. Injury struck at the absolute worst time for a person. Yeah. I, uh, uh, to me, he was... Because he has no he has no personality. I, I, You know, maybe that's my biggest hang-up with him. I have no problem with the way he wrestles. I, I do despise the way they 
try and cram him down my throat. And but uh, he doesn't bring anything to me to the table. Uh, it, all right, so I because I actually was thinking about this, right? Now I'm I'm not a Michaels fan, right? right. I never have been. Well, I'm not going to dispute that he's one of the best of this generation, right? Of our generation, right? One of the best. You can't you can't take that away from him. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about titles held as far as world titles because he you know he, he's not right. He's a little bit lower on that, but but the fa- you know he would lose when he needed to lose. Mm-hmm. Triple H, another one, one of the best of our generation. Triple H loses when he needs to lose. You look at Triple H's, I think, his WrestleMania record. It's ridiculous how many times he has lost. Right? Mm-hmm. He loses when he has to lose. The Undertaker would lose when he had to lose. Now, you knew, chances are, he wasn't going to lose at WrestleMania, and that's fine. But there were plenty of matches where he probably should have won that he lost. But with Roman, you're in this vicious little cycle now that you are you're doing your damnedest to prove that you are absolutely 100% correct with him, that you have him win when he should lose for the betterment of your company. And in the, and by doing that, you created Braun Strowman. Who would ever thunk that, right? Right, right. <laughs> but because you kept having Roman win when he shouldn't have won, you created Braun Strowman purely by accident. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, Braun, Braun literally shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> and then right. all of a sudden, he's he's having this, this huge feud with Roman, which, oh, by the way, at the time when it happens, nobody cared. They right. just wanted to see Braun beat him up. Right. I mean, that's really all they wanted. But, I mean, think about it. He was the third wheel of the Wyatt family. Literally. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? He was he was the, the the fourth member, but he didn't really say much. He didn't really, you know, he definitely wasn't an enforcer like he should have been. But you pair him with Roman, and because you've gone out of your way to just keep cramming Roman down people's throats, mm-hmm. it backfires, and Braun becomes this this great big monster, you know, legitimate, you know monster now and again sometimes Roman has to lose and that may be my biggest problem with him is when he should lose you don't go that route you make him win oh to prove a point that was always my biggest complaint about Cena the times where Cena should have lost he didn't Amen. It was never that he wouldn't put people over. I don't think Cena's ever been about that. And and honestly, I don't think Roman's about that either. I, I honestly think it's a situation where they tell them, you know, hey, so-and-so's going over tonight, and that's that. But, yeah, there's a lot of situations where C- – like, Cena should have lost to Angle and should have lost to Jericho. I really believe that. I think it would have only served to help his career to have that feud continue that way. But you see these moments, and it's like, where do you get the logic behind it? Especially once Braun Strowman caught fire. Because let's look at it from a real perspective. Um, you know, Braun caught fire, and 
even at that point, he was still kind of clumsy. Still so, I wouldn't say green, but still just kind of getting his feet wet. And then all of a sudden, Braun Strowman catches fire. To me, it would have made sense. I don't know. I'm not going to say to bury Roman at that point, but it would have made sense to change directions. Right. To just go ahead and change directions. Let's go ahead, like Brian's talked about many times before, let's put Roman at the mid card because we know he'll get popular there. And, and let's let go after him. Yeah, lo and behold, every time you put him there, everybody loved him. Everybody loved him. Yeah, and that's that's from kid fans to adult. Right. And I don't I don't know I don't understand why. You, you know what I'm saying? Other than to me, the fact that you know just because you can be world champion doesn't mean you should be world champion. And there's nothing wrong with that. You, you, you know what I'm saying? To me, a world champion, Roman doesn't fit the bill. I mean, I, great, you can screw, you know, have your numbers do whatever, but a world champion should definitely be the guy that puts butts in the seat, whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. And I just don't see what Roman, how, how Roman could do it. And that's why I think a mid card is even better. And then, you know, maybe in a mid-card, I can believe that, oh, you're undefeated. You know, you're unbeatable in a mid-card level. But the talent is so much better at the top tier, you can't just always win for the sake of winning. You know, if that makes sense. And I think that's a a perfect time for us to go ahead and take our our top-of-the-hour break here. Hey, when we come back, Brian's got a game that he wants us all to play. So I want everybody (laughs) to get ready. Because we got one for you. For all of you Roman Reigns fans, I know I'm not the only one. Oh, okay, cool. I thought for a minute you are going to bring up the fact Brian's invited us all to play Wes and Old Twister with him. That's just not going to happen, dude. Well, um, I mean, that, might, that um, might be what happens to the lucky winner here. You know? <laughs> oh Guess God. what, Stan? You're winning. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right back on the Beyond Ringside Radio Network after I clean up all this mess. Oh, that's so gross. The To Be Determined show live every Wednesday night, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time on this very radio station, Beyond Ringside Radio Network, beyondringside.com, prowrestlingradio.net, as well as the Beyond Ringside radio app. Join myself, the Oracle of Ominous, the Architect of Intellect, the Wicked Nemesis, and my producer extraordinaire, Facity Lane. That'd be me over here. My co-host, Joshua O'Hagan. Kitty got claws. My much better half. Angie Nemesis. Come join the madness. This is not safe for work. This is your warning. Parental advisory. If you have any kind of heart defects, make sure you listen because they will take effect when we go live. I promise you that. For everything outside of wrestling and a little bit of wrestling and hardcore to the bone, we are the To Be Determined Show. Howdy, friends. It's the Magic City Motor Mouth Fast Study Lane with your invitation to join me, Mark Mabo Bowman, 
and Brooks Logan, Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern for Beyond Ringside Live. Wrestling, mixed martial arts, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Find us on BeyondRingside.com, ProWrestlingRadio.net, and the Beyond Ringside radio app for Amazon, Android, BlackBerry, and a whole lot more. Once again, that's Sundays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern for Beyond Ringside Live on the Beyond Ringside radio network and ProWrestlingRadio.net. What's up, everybody? It's Stan Grubb for Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio and the Beyond Ringside Radio Network. Hey, join us every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as the triple threat of wrestling radio goes live every week, giving you their thoughts and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. Myself, Brian, and Rob, all live, all here for you. And as my good friend Rob would say, from corner to corner and pillar to post, we bring it to you every week at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, beyondringside.com and prowrestlingradio.net. If you really want to get raw on Monday nights, tune into the Beyond Ringside Radio Network at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 Central Time for the Midnight Black Mass Podcast. Myself, the Reverend Dan the Dragon Wilson, along with the Strong Style Psycho Tank and Andrew Alexander, bring you a truly blood-curdling experience, uncensored, uncut, and only on the Beyond Ringside Radio Network. All right, and welcome back to Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio right here on Beyond Ringside's radio network, beyondringside.com. Hey, don't forget you can catch up with us on prowrestlingradio.net. And, of course, if you're on your mobile devices, whether it's Apple or Android, you can head over to beyondringside.com, and all the players are live and in living color for you. Um, I understand that there was a a technical glitch with uh, one of the other apps, um, we're still working on that. It's still uh, kind of in process, so just make sure you stick to the website for the time being. And uh, if and when it changes, or if and when anything gets updated, we'll let you know. But for the time being, again, BeyondRingside.com and ProWrestlingRadio.net are the two main locations to catch up with the Beyond Ringside radio network. And, of course, Corner to Corner can be caught on replay and also on demand through Spreaker.com once our episodes are done. Now, getting back into the matter at hand, uh, right after we went to break, Eddie brought up uh, a, a guy that, man, you have to point out that he was pivotal, a pivotal moment for, for when Roman Reigns seemingly lost the crowd, and, and he was the one that said, anyone but you, Roman. And that's uh, that's none other than Bray Wyatt, former WWE World Champion, uh, current member of the Deleters of Worlds, uh, Raw Tag Team Champion. Uh, Roman Reigns, uh, really, when he got into that feud with Bray Wyatt, it was hmm, it was so difficult to see anybody, all even right, the hardcore. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm putting a stop to this. Hmm. We're going to play Rank the Roman real quick. <laughs> rank the Roman, is that what we're calling rank it? the Roman, and then right. we're moving on. Okay. Rank then we're moving the on. <laughs> okay. All right, so 
It's what you need to do. Get a piece of paper. Get a piece of paper. Can I can I open a notepad paper. on my phone? I don't care. Whatever it is. Alright, let me do that. Alright. Notepad, notepad. I got the notepad up. Alright. So for those of you with flash photography. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh great. That's a Not different, the five that's second a, yeah, That's a different skit. Ha <laughs> Um <laughs> This is what you need to do. You need to write down the numbers one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Just so everybody, you know, nobody cheats. And if I say one through ten, they only put one in ten and you know, try right. and get a, you know, one through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Got All it. right, so rules are simple. I'm going to give you a name of ten current WWE superstars. All right, we're going to rank them based on your on where you think they should rank as being over, not titles. But over biggest pop with the crowd, you know, that type of stuff. All right, all right, all right. Now, when you place them on your on your list, right, you have to be honest with yourself, all right, and you cannot move them up the list. You can only move them down the list. Okay, so if you should put, now we're just going to say Kurt Hawkins, um, number two, you can move Kurt Hawkins to number three, but you can't move Kurt Hawkins to number one, because you should have put him there to begin with if you thought Kurt Hawkins was the most over WWE superstar out there. And however, unfortunately, Kurt Hawkins will not make this list, but... Maybe in the future. You never know. All right, so you got it? All right, so we're ranking off of how over they are, not about title runs or anything like this. No. So strictly upon the way the crowd responds. Okay. Okay? Now, we're going to throw the easy one out there for you. Now, oh, wait, I should back up and say this is across the Raw roster, the SmackDown roster, and the NXT roster because... Again, when they talk Reigns, they say he's the most over in the WWE. Okay? So here we go. We're going to throw the easy one out there. This may shock you a little bit, but I don't think so. We're going to do Alexa Bliss. Oh, wow. Alexa Bliss. And we're putting Alexa Bliss. And the reason why is because everybody just simply goes bananas. Banana. Banana. Right. <laughs> so Alexa Bliss is going number one. No, no, no. I'm oh. just throwing her name out there. All you right. put her where you think you sh- she should be. Got it. Okay. Give me a second here, and then I'll tell you when I got my number here. All right. Uh... Well, you just hold your number till the end. Okay. All right. All right. I so, got her in. All right. So once I give you the, the ten people, and you let me know when I've hit ten, you'll read your list. And then we'll move on from there. Okay? Got it. Got it. Alexa Bliss. All right. Ready? Yes, sir. All right. So now it's going to get harder. Seth Rollins. Hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, all right. Got it. All right. Braun Strowman. Got it. Uh, AJ Styles. 
Okay. Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. All right. The Miz. Mm. Mm. Tough, <laughs> tough one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tough one, right? Um. Man, that is a tough deal. Okay. Yep. Got him. All right. So, how many is that? You got to help me. Uh, one, six. two, three, four, five, six. All right. So, you ready? Now we're going to get real interesting here. Okay. We're going to get real interesting. All right. Uh, Johnny Gargano. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Um, Johnny Gargano. Got Johnny it. Wrestling? Is that right? What do you Johnny, Johnny Wrestling. There we go. Johnny Gargano. All right. So sticking to the NXT theme, we're going to use Tommaso Ciampa. Ooh. Uh, um, all right. Okay. All right. So then you know if we're going to stick to the NXT theme and we're going to use popularity, we have to use Adam Cole. Baby. Adam Cole, baby. All right. So, now, be, I, I still got one to go. Okay. All right. Have you adjusted anybody? Uh, I mean. Anybody been adjusted? No, well, yeah. is is it not really time for adjustments, right? Well, no, you can adjust it anytime, anytime you want. Oh, okay. No, not really, not really. Okay. All right, so you, so you good? Okay, so here we go. So Ready for the last one? Yes. All right, the new day. Ugh. That's brutal. Okay, dang. <laughs> I'm, All right. I'm already looking All right. at it. And I'm like, All right. man. <laughs> All right. For the record, anybody that's counting, that's 10, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, it's technically 12, but... Well, yeah, but the New Day... We're just... New Day counts as one. <laughs> okay, fair enough. that's pretty much how they wrestle nowadays. Is, yeah, know? as one. All right, so... All right, Stan, here it goes. You ready? Yes, sir. Because that's 10. I told you, you know, we're going to figure out just how over-Roman is. Okay. Now, you have Roman Reigns. All right. In order to put Roman Reigns on your list, somebody's got to come off your list. Oh, wow. Of those 10 people, you tell me who Roman Reigns should replace. Oh, wow. Now, I, I have, you know, maybe I did throw one or two out there that you could probably, you could probably, you know, do that with. Can I, can I ask a clarifying question? Sure, clear, let's clarify. As far as how over they are, is this limited just to their WWE work? Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. well then that that's an easy decision. Got it. Thank you. All right, I am going to remove one. Okay. It, that's an easy one, too. In. Do what, Eddie? That was an easy one, though. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I, I, I definitely gave you a few that it could probably it, it could work very easily. I only saw right. one realistically that I could do away with, and I know which one it was. Yeah, it, it may we'll be go over the one that I'm here in a moment. All right, yeah. so, so I want you to tell me, starting at one. Nope, let's go backwards. Start okay. at ten and count it down for me. 
Okay, starting at 10, I got the New Day. Okay. And then number 9, Johnny, Gar- Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Number 8, Roman Reigns. Number 7, Tommaso Ciampa. Number 6, The Miz. <laughs> number f- number 5, Adam Cole. Number four, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, number four, uh, there's somebody I know that I, I harassed with that over this past week. By the way, <laughs> every time she said Adam Cole, I said baby, right, it, right in the middle of work. It was great. Um, so let's see. Uh, I said five was Adam Cole. Number four, Alexa Bliss. Really. Number three, AJ Styles. Number two, Seth Rollins, and then number one, Braun Strowman. All right. So who did you remove? Shinsuke Nakamura. Really? Now, yeah, that, here's the that thing. Was a little interesting. NXT Shinsuke Nakamura was ridiculous, right? He gets to the main roster. Eh, he's got some hype to him. And pff, nothing. Gotta say, out of everybody on this list, he was honestly the easiest one to remove. And I, and I kind of feel bad about that. Brian? My mind would have been Chompa. No, really? Yeah, and, and and simply because, uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not quite sure where this this, you know, I know it's a heated feud and all that, but looking future wise, once he leaves Gargano, right? You know, what happens to him? But you're that's based on speculation of future days. Right. You're, right. You said this is going off current day. Yeah. Well, I. I yeah, but for me, I couldn't put Roman Reigns on the list with those ten. If I see, uh, may I? <sighs> sure. I, everybody's everybody's allowed to play. You want reverse sure. order now, right? Yep. Yeah. From ten to one. Yep. Ten Reigns, nine Champa, eight Cole, seven New Day, six. Uh, hold up, pause. Baby. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Where was I? Six Miz. Uh, five Nakamura, four Strowman, three wow. Gargano, two Styles, one Rollins. Bliss oh, is so out. You, oh, Bliss was out easily. Bliss was wow. out completely because um, I don't. Okay, for as much as I like her in-ring talent and respect her in-ring talent, as far as the ability to get over and stay over, in my book, it's non-existent. Well, but the 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 requirement wasn't ring work or belts. It's how it's over. It's simply over. Right. Yeah. That's why I based it. I mean, she Alexa hits the ring and the whole crowd goes nuts. As Alexa compared hits to what? somebody with a chair, regardless of who, the whole crowd goes nuts. As compared to what? Braun Strowman can take, can fart and he, it's ridiculously over. Fair point. New day. Fair br- point. New day. <laughs> New day breathes and goes. Who you have seventeen thousand people going. Who 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 who. Well, that, I mean that is true. New day does throw pancakes, and everybody wants to eat them. You hear right. Seth? Okay, let's run this real quick. <laughs> Seth, Seth Rollins' music hits. That yeah. dead spot occurs, and the crowd yells, "Burn it down!" Dude, I get goosebumps yeah. every time that happens. AJ's it mu- is magic, dude. AJ's music hits. Crowd goes ape blank. Yeah. Three, Gargano, enough said. Four, mm-hmm. Strowman, roar! How many people roar with him? Very true. I mean, it's the only thing bigger than that right now was Thundercats Ho in the 1980s. <laughs> Shinsuke, <laughs> Shinsuke, it, Shinsuke, 
even as a heel, the people sing his song. Mm-hmm. True or false? All right, that's fair. I can see that. Six, Miz, because you know sooner or later you're going to get that shoot interview or that worked shoot interview. Boom, baby. The power couple? Yeah. Anything against? Uh, yeah. I, I don't. And he, even when he left the B team, yeah, he's over still. <laughs> and he's going off to do a damn reality show. Adam Cole, baby. I mean, like I said, New Day, da da da. Champa, they love the psychotic Tommaso Champa, which is the same Champa we saw in every other promotion, which I absolutely adore. And ten mm-hmm. Reigns, dun da da. It doesn't even have to get to the second note. Boo. Or cheer. Yeah, either he way. He gets both. He gets both. He's he's. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't you know, please don't say, say he gets both because I don't want any, because I don't want anybody to even closely assimilate him with John Cena, which is one of the reasons why he gets booed so much to begin with. Yeah, because it's fun to boo Cena. Compared to the, <laughs> compared to <laughs> okay. the, it is. Oh, it is. It is. Fair point. It is. I mean, it's, it's cool. WWE it's, came to Birmingham. John Cena had a match. Trust me, I didn't have to get involved, but I did just for the fun of it. Cena sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but comp- it's just like Kurt Angle. When Kurt Angle's music hits, right? And yeah. what do you, what do you, you chant? Suck. You, you suck. You suck. And everybody loves Kurt Angle. And the minute you <laughs> get done with that verse of you suck, and it goes into the hook, everybody explodes in cheers for Kurt Angle. Yeah. yeah, very true. Now, correct me if you think I'm wrong. At Beyond Ringside on Twitter, kids, if you're listening, doesn't matter. If you're listening live or on replay, beyondringside.com there's a chat room over there open over there come over take five seconds create a screen name i want to see what you got to say compared to the 10 that i left on the list i love you alexa bliss i really do and i stand up for you whenever some of these imbeciles start jumping on you on social media but compared to the 10 that i kept on that list she gets out there it's apathy wow apathy okay all right, Brian. It's your turn. I'm sure you had this list prepared. Uh, no, because it's my game. I created. However, what? I will tell you this: should I create a list, I don't see how I can put him on it. And uh, lo and behold, I said current, right? So I didn't mention Cena, and there's no doubt Cena would rank on it. Bray. I didn't mention. The Undertaker, who's apparently still current. Right. Um, Zack Ryder. Uh, who? Zack. Zack Ryder. That's a fair yeah. point. Uh, least we forget the Fireflies. For yeah, somebody that, sure. whose career has, you know, not lived up to where it should be. Well, anytime he comes out, 50,000 people... Yank their cell phones out. You cannot blame him for that. You can well, only no, no, blame no. creative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't. I'm not blaming him. I'm saying he is so over. It's funny. And I've been a proponent of them pushing Bray Wyatt for a long time. But Yeah, you, I mean, ever since he made his debut in NXT, Bray Wyatt has just been captivating. And to believe right. that was Husky Harris. I mean, come on. Hmm. But Husky And he was over there. You know what? When people chanted that at him. I'll never forget being so mad. Oh man! And the the fun part for me is in this whole scenario. Like I said, I mean no, I mean no zero zilch in the realm of disrespect to Alexa Bliss. But once again, as I stated, 
compared to the other 10, she does not get a sustained reaction from the crowd. It takes a serious amount of goading sometimes on her part. But once again, I would um, let's look at the women. Banks, I hold yes, in a, please. I hold in a higher level of apathy because <laughs> was that nobody not the appropriate response. Yeah, pretty no. much. Yeah, it was <laughs> fine with me. Um, <laughs> Bailey, the crowd loves Bailey, but. They also see that Creative is not going to do anything with her right now, and they're waiting on her to get released so she can go somewhere else and actually make a name for herself again. Yeah. And uh, by the way, gentlemen, I left off probably the biggest, biggest crowd reaction, and that would be Daniel Bryan. Amen. Well, hell, look at what Ziggler gets. and now I mean, he's getting better than he yeah. had been, even with the record scratch. And I'm again. I'm not. I'm not, what I'm pointing out to the the range proponents that are so in favor of them. And this is what really gets me sometimes, right? Some of these some of these guys with their you know their their uh, podcasts and some of these guys that are just company men and you know are towing the line and doing what they're supposed to. He's not that over. Okay. Stop forcing them down people's throats. Gentlemen, which is the more true statement? Roman Reigns is over as a babyface character or Roman Reigns is over as a heel or C, neither of the above, Brian? Neither of the above. I, I mean, he gets a pop. Granted, every WWE superstar gets a pop. Yeah. He, has a, he has a demographic. That's geared for the for the kids, right? The kids they love them. There's you know there's no dispute in that, and there's nothing wrong with that. Cena worked that for years. However, stop forcing them down down your throats, and you people will actually probably start responding better to them. You know where he lost me for the most part. The night after Mania, he is the second. And he's standing in the ring, and the crowd is booing the hell out of him. I'm talking about the night after he beat Taker, or went right. over Taker. And he stops and virtually goes fourth wall and says, in the palm of my hand. That was the dumbest thing he could have done, because that just switched, flipped the switch right there. And in my mind... As it pertained to Roman Reigns, one thing fills the bill. <laughs> Legit. At that moment, I heard crickets in my mind towards him. Look, there is only one Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! I'm going to barf now. There's only one rock. Those two made an art form out of being the tweener or the mm -hmm. anti-hero. Braun Strowman's on pace for that and doesn't even have to cut a promo. But in the WWE's infinite wisdom and just because they just can't help themselves sometimes, he is. So, Reigns needs to have a clearly defined role. In my opinion, 
for as much as he stood there over the last few months ready to reform the shield and get back with the buddies and the, and the boys are backing down and here we go and the crowd's loving every second of it. Comes out by himself, boo. They need... Oh, it, go ahead. Oh, even sometimes when he's with them, he gets booed. Yeah, true. <laughs> they need to absolutely... They had the golden chance the night after WrestleMania... They could have played that two different ways. Now, imagine the crowd response if he would have led off with, there is no one in this industry that I respect more than the dead man. There is no one in this industry that I appreciate for what they've done for this business more than the dead man. It was an honor and a privilege to take on the dead man at WrestleMania last night. But all things considered, now the phrase, this is my yard now. Drop the mic, walk off. You give that crowd that moment of, hold on, he's got a clue. Oh my God, he actually has respect for the moment. Oh my God, we're seeing a little bit out of reins. Boom, this is my yard now. Drop the mic, leave. You will get 30 times the heat. From that point. And Roman Reigns should have gone on a two-year tear as a monster heel. Because he would have been cheered six months in. And when you get to that point where you're so over as a heel that you get cheered in Philly, in New York, in Boston, in Chicago then you can't help but be turned babyface because it's the fans that are turning you, not creative. Any questions? Yeah, I still wouldn't have rooted for him. But okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we done with the game. Everybody have fun with it. Did y'all play at home? I hope y'all played at home. Hope some of you guys realized. Uh, yeah, he's not that good. Not not that not that great the way they have him right now. I like him better as an IC champ, personally. I actually like him as IC champ. I like Ziggler as IC champ. Well, I think you're going to see Reigns and uh, uh, Ziggler here for too long, probably. Here's the thing that cracks me up. And, and Brian and Rob and, and even Eddie, they, you guys all do a very good job of sticking to your guns about this. But here's what cracks me up. These guys get on Twitter, and, and there's a lot of them. And they put out there, oh, don't put Roman Reigns down our throats anymore. And then now that he's in the ring with The Undertaker, or now that he's out there talking to Cena, or now that he says something remotely worked shoot about Brock Lesnar... Oh, this guy's the most over guy in the company. It's no wonder he's doing so well. And it, it's just like, come come on. Now, which side are you on? Just, just come on. You're not fooling anybody. I mean, I, I respect the fact that, that Brian and, and Rob and Eddie and there's quite a few others that just don't like the guy. All right. Cool. I mean, it, at least they're, they have the courage from day one to say, no, I just don't like him. Don't I, stuff him down my throat. Don't force him. I don't like, I don't the, like him. Stan, I don't like the inconsistency. But that's... Is that his fault, though? Seriously? 
Uh, in, yeah. I mean, if we're talking performance in the ring, then I got you. But if we're talking like inconsistent story and all that, is that really? Yeah, I'm but talking- here's the thing: he has been given, handed storyline after storyline. Mm-hmm. Some storylines are ones that some people never ever obtain. I mean, literally, two people have beaten the Undertaker at WrestleMania, right? Unless I missed right. one. Brock right. Lesnar. Brock and Roman. Right, and that, that Brock made sense, right? Roman didn't because it, The Undertaker's the type of guy, especially at WrestleMania, that you can literally go in there and have the match of your life with, and you don't need to win it to come out the other side that much better. Very true. Take, uh, Taker Sean. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm moving mean, on. Okay, so, but you don't necessarily have to beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. I mean, how I, many, how many of them fell by the wayside at WrestleMania to the Undertaker before Brock finally did it? And I still so, don't think Brock winning was the right decision. It wasn't. Well, I, but yeah, it was fun to do. I think you know, maybe. I mean, who could forget the the looks in the crowd? <laughs> that was the funny stuff. <laughs> I mean, there are memes now created off. We're that. looking at you, Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, let me ask anyway, this. Hold on. Anyway, so. Oh crap! Now I lost track. Sorry. Oh, you were saying. Um, uh, what were you saying, Stan? Just you know, just the fair weather. The the ones that are like, eh, Roman's not over. Stop it! And then they're like. Yep. He, but has that pro- magic moment, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's the most over guy in the company. At least I stick my stick to my story from start to finish. The guy has his pluses and minuses. I still dig the guy's work. I'm still a fan, but no, I can absolutely see where Brian's argument comes from. It makes sense. I mean, you can't yeah, be it, so foolish. Uh, again, I'm not taking away from his in-ring product. Okay? Right. right. I, I'm not saying the guy can't wrestle. <laughs> Often. I'm clearly not saying the guy cannot wrestle. I am saying his position on the card is ultimately wrong. And until they get that fixed, Raw is going to suffer. I mean, literally, I haven't really watched Raw in probably a month. So I'm sure I'm not the only one. People are starting to literally turn, and it's going to hurt business. You simply move him down. You put him in the in the IC title run, right? He'd be great against Dolph Ziggler and uh, Drew McIntyre. Shoot, I don't care if he wins. But he has no personality other than this is my yard, right? He can't cut a promo. Cena made him look foolish. Nobody's ever going to forget that. If that was truly a a work, it was the dumbest work you could have done to that guy. You don't want him to talk. You give him a mouthpiece. Plenty of people have had mouthpieces and never had to say a word. And they've been, you know, champions. But... It's time to cut your losses, repackage the guy, 
try something different instead of continue with the same rutted argument that he is over. Or, or, or the 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 most over guy in the in the company because he's not he's simply not and until you stop lying to yourself you're not going to fix it. Well, I think they had a huge missed opportunity when they started talking about, um, you know, possibly putting Paul Heyman in his corner and doing like a double switch. That was a huge missed opportunity because. I mean, if you're going to capitalize on all of the stuff that you've seen, the moment they really would have stood out and made it matter would have been then. But I, I have to agree. I mean, there's just – maybe there's not a point where you can actually come back from that at this point. Can I ask a question? Again, oh, go ahead. I want to throw this one to both of you. Remember the pay-per-view after Mania Backlash? Please tell me the main event for that t- for that pay per view. You know what? I don't remember. Is that bad? That was Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. Oh yes, one of the few guys that really gets consistent good matches out of Roman Reigns is Samoa Joe. By the way, now was that match for the Intercontinental Title? Uh, nope. Was that match for the United States title? No. Was that match for the North American title? Nope. Nope. Was that match for the Extreme Midget Wrestling Federation Championship? That's possible. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, was, they may hold so that in, there, the Indi- so in the Indies. Who knows? There is a company called Extreme Midget Wrestling, by the way. Um, I actually did a promo for <laughs> Dave, them. Dave, did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> That that match was the main event. The match before that was Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. The match before that was AJ Nakamura for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship on the blue brand. Oh, was that the double nut shot that ended it? Yeah, pretty much. Double count out. So, this is the problem that so many people have with WWE creative and they're blaming Roman Reigns because of creative and their lackluster approach. There's that word again, lackluster. You put AJ and Nakamura, granted, double, double count out, granted, double count out. But it's a continuation match that you could have just as easily put in the main event of the pay-per-view as opposed to a non-title encounter between Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns. They put him in that go-home spot because they are so desperate to build Roman Reigns into a viable, credible, bankable personality that is going to, inc- that is going to have higher merch sales every month. And it ain't working There's that concept of driving him down your throat. Yes, it was great to see Samoa Joe in the main event of a WWE pay-per-view live event on the network, which is available for $9.99. But the fact of the matter is... I want to see a royalty check, sir. There was nothing on the line. There was no, this this match. Sure, Joe didn't like Reigns. Reigns didn't like Joe. Yay! It's a, it, but see that had that storyline had not progressed to the point for a main event blow off match. That should have been a continuation match between Joe and Reigns. But Joe went over to SmackDown. 
So, of course, Joe's leaving to go to Smack the Blue Brand, so he's going to do the honors for Reigns since it's technically a Raw pay-per-view. And they just can't help themselves into trying to say, well, if we put him over, the fans will love him. No, you ignorant imbeciles. Wow, Eddie, don't hold back. What do you think, Eddie? Yeah, sounds oh, no. like Roman has hurt Eddie somewhere Has-, along n- the way. No, 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 no. Once again, it ain't Roman. This is not a Fast Eddie Lane versus Roman Reigns storyline. This is a Fast Eddie Lane versus the ineptitude of WWE creative to get stuff right and Vince McMahon having his head so far up his own ass he could see the SpaghettiOs that didn't digest in his system when he was six years old. My goodness, that's a lot that just hurt you. Wow. To me, here's the problem with that argument, okay? So Roman is is not hidden from this, right? He's not protected from all this. He knows that the fans boo him and all that. Yet, if you put him in an interview, uh, I'm the best wrestler out there. And I didn't touch on international or other company wrestlers. Please give me that. And he is bought into what the Kool-Aid is. So, if it's Drape Kool-Aid or Cherry Kool-Aid or whatever, he's drinking it. Drape Kool-Aid? Drape Kool-Aid. That's right. It's a mixture of grape with drape. Okay. He bought bought into it hook, line, and sinker. And he, I'm sure, has the ability to be like, look, I don't think this is working, fellas. Uh, Let's not have a Roman Reigns hour on Raw last week. Let's slow it down a little bit and see where it goes. I actually agree. I think if he were to go to them and say that, that they would do it. No. It's Vince. It's creative. Uh, No, 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 no. I'm throwing a flag. Yellow flag, 15 yards, Vince Vince reference. No, it's not Vince. Yes, it's Vince, and no, it's not. Here's the reason why it is. Of course, the obvious is he's in love with the Roman Reigns character. He thinks it's the best thing since sliced bread, blah, 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 blah. Here's why it's not Vince. Because Vince is only one guy. And while he may be the quote unquote guy in charge, let's guy. not forget let's not forget that the guy in actually in charge is Triple H. And Triple H is in love with the idea. No, he's not. Now it's there's Stephanie, a, isn't it? It's Stephanie. Well, yeah, it's Steph. Stephanie, Triple H, the whole nine yards. Oh. But here's the thing. When it comes down to it, you have to remember that that Roman is the guy that Vince chose, but he's not the one that Triple H chose. And we just read not too long ago that Triple H is not 100% sold on continuing forward with what the, I guess you could call it, the Roman Reigns experiment has been doing. Now, here's the other part of it, though. Brian is talking, and and he's right. I I do happen to think that Roman is full-fledged 100% in, (laughs) all in, when it comes to how he feels about his own performance. But my question is, is he so far over the top about himself? Is he at that, like, and I only mean this from the perspective of how much he believes in his own work. Is he at that Bret Hart level? Um, you can't do that. No, nope, I'm not letting you do that. You can't bring in, you can't bring in Bret. I mean, Bret's I've, the guy I've, that gave, that gave you know, Triple hey, H listen, matches four I've, out of ten just hey, because he didn't like Bret's, Bret's not the only one, okay? Mike, don't get me started on Michaels. You know where this is going. <laughs> you see, but I was strictly basing it just off of his own internal belief. No, about you were basing it on hate. 
That's what you were basing it on. I don't hate Bret Hart. Sir. And we are listened to in Canada, okay? I don't hate Bret Hart. You're not impartial when it comes to Bret Hart at all. I am not against Bret Hart. <laughs> you are doof. I'm probably more anti-Taker than I am Bret Hart. No, I don't. I'm not buying that. Taker retired my favorite. I'm not buying that. He's rotten, rotten pieces. <laughs> <laughs> There's still. I still have those moments where I just am so marked out about it that I still can't believe that Shawn Michaels is retired. It Lady, still hurts. Ladies and gentlemen, as a public service announcement from <laughs> Brian and myself, don't follow Stan's example. Don't do drugs. <laughs> don't be like Stan. Don't try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. You mean horrible you should feel bad. Hey, you're lucky I didn't do that uh, that list with Shawn Michaels. No, oh, <laughs> see, man, it would have just been so unfair. Yeah. I thought about that one, too, at work. I had a lot of time today. But if we're just talking about being over, I mean, Michaels. Oh, no, no. no. Yeah, but Michaels would be a different... I mean, it would be the same premise, you know what I'm saying? But, see, Michaels Michaels would actually match up to, like, the legends of the business. Yeah. So you would have to actually go, you know, not just, like, in-ring, you know, entertainment... You know, in ring work, you know, you'd have to throw the whole nine yards in there. Other than titles, you know, I don't. You know, some 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 legends, their titles they don't really stack up so much. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So to me, I can kind of leave the titles out of it. Oh, so. wow! This is news. Uh, What's that? This just in. Um, it's being Uh-oh. it's being reported by unnamed sources that Bryce Harper has been traded to the Cleveland Indians. You get out of my freaking headset right now. That is the absolute worst news I've ever heard. The Cleveland Indians. Are you serious right now? (laughs) Oh, that's it. It's Major League all over again. (laughs) The show is over. The show's over. (laughs) Nothing more to see here. I've been sitting on that for an hour and 30 minutes. This is just in from the little man over here. (laughs) Yes, say it. Go ahead. Hello. There you go. (laughs) There you go, buddy. They're clapping for you. There you go. Goddamn, the Indians are winning a pennant. Oh, man. I will never. You did not just say that, Brian. Ever. ever Do what? You did not just. You, you did not just. De- Nationals, if this is legit. Hey, he was gone anyway. Why not try and get something out of him? I will never Stan, forgive Stan, them for Stan, that. Stan, it was a joke. Not funny. <laughs> not. Don't you wow, play with my <laughs> No, that would have been Stras. That would have been Strasburg. <laughs> uh, now Strasburg is a whole different story. I hey, think that, you that- zip your lip, buddy. <laughs> 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 oh, you got me heated there. That's not fair, but <laughs> that is that is so funny. I didn't know you were such a Nationals fan. You, oh, I knew I knew that it. That's why I waited on it. 
Oh, my heart hurts. See, I was. See, I knew Brian. You were going to say something that would just poke the bear in his direction, and little did I realize it would be HBK and Bret Hart. So I'm sitting over here going, I'm, how, "How do I wait for last call to throw it? That do where I just go ahead and take the shot?" Oh crap! Brian just cut the grass on the grassy knoll. Oh. I got a good clear shot. <laughs> Their receipts will be given, sir. <laughs> that oh. is dirty. What are you going to do? Trade Cam Newton to the Falcons? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yeah, that well, might be the... Harry Carey right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, that might least... literally like Harry Carey. Yeah, trade him to the Raiders. <laughs> I'd actually uh, pay hey, more attention. Hey. No, no, you got to trade him in division. That yeah. Would, that, that would be great. Me. No, you might as well just send him to the Saints. Of Why not send him to the Tampa Bay? Hey, wait, 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 wait. Why don't we send him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That way he can actually teach Jameis Winston on how to be a class quality quarterback in the NFL. Oh. Uh, we're uh, slipping his spot. It's a slippery slope now. <laughs> My heart hurts right now. I'm, I'm still recovering. Uh. <laughs> See, maybe that's what happens. Maybe we get to talk about Roman Reigns. Everybody loses decorum. <laughs> you know, cats okay. and dogs. Brian, <laughs> living, together. living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> Brian, I haven't. Had, Brian, I haven't had a chance to get with you about this. When your thoughts about uh, LBJ going out west to LAL? Me? You? Um. I mean, I don't. I don't mind it. I'm not a huge basketball fan. Um, I do, I'm not a huge, um, LeBron fan either, but I, I will say I respect what he's done. So why not, you know, the Lakers, why not? I mean, the Celtics have bought players, you know, uh, you know, why not? The, the Lakers are his storied franchise. Stanley? You no. Know. Did Stan recover from the coronary after? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's maybe. the mute button there. Yeah. Um, honestly, when it comes down to the decision, I mean, I don't know that it makes it any bigger or worse or better for LeBron. I mean, he's never going to be Jordan. And that's, oh, I mean, oh boy, hold on. Uh, you you, you made a Jordan reference. I'm sorry. It, personal what? foul, 15 yards. And, uh, the greatest to ever play the game? I don't care. He's Okay, look, there is no comparison the between the Hobbs two. The Roy of basketball, really. There is no comparison between LBJ and MJ. You're right. They are two totally different players in two totally different eras in two totally different circumstances. One's I, a whiny millennial. The other one is <gasps> Michael Jordan. Hey, hey. Okay. Let's not go there. Stop. One cries when he stubs his toe. The other one is his airness. Or punches his... Wa- Shawn punches- Michaels. <laughs> we're talking basketball. Uh, no. <laughs> we're, we're talking whiny babies. Oh, okay. Short version of the story. Okay. And I've been very vocal about okay. this. <laughs> There's some receipts going to be dealt, let me tell you. Now, for the record, I don't think Shawn Michaels is a whiny baby. I just love teasing Stan about it. It's a great pass. During that first run with the championship and everything else building into it, Shawn Michaels was one of the most manipulative 
people and backbiting individuals that I've Whoa. ever known about in the industry of called pro wrestling. And trust me, the only thing more cutthroat than behind the scenes in pro wrestling is behind the scenes at your local strip joint because those thong wearing ladies will turn around Damn. and cut a throat faster than anybody. So you right, have that, right. and then you put every, and, and then you put. You put Sean and Hunter together, and they both get in somebody's ear. They are major league ish, I S H ish starters. And then here comes Spoken Kevin, like a true Bret Hart supporter. I wasn't a big Bret Hart supporter. Ugh. And I had a world the of clicks behind everything bad in wrestling. No, the click was behind a lot of things good in pro wrestling. But they were also behind an equal number of things that weren't so good in pro wrestling. I have a world of respect for what the clique managed to accomplish because, remember, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall going to WCW and breaking away from the WWE clique started the era of guaranteed contracts, not just downside guarantees. That changed the game even more so than Jesse Ventura bringing outside representation to negotiate his contract with WWFE. So, (laughs) yeah. But as far as it goes, you had situations where, and I'm not going to start racking off stats from other people's podcasts because everybody knows there's only one that I actually listen to and pay attention to and laugh and 90% and laugh 90% of the time. Now, I don't laugh when I listen to yours unless um, Robert Bryan say hey. something funny. <laughs> hey, Stan, just for you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> but. Receipts. Receipts. Dude, you could hop on Usain Bolt's shoulders and you couldn't keep up with me. I don't have to hop on his shoulders. Well, I wasn't going to say ride his jock. See, that's just disgusting. What an interesting mask Nido is wearing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously. Ladies and gentlemen, I am catching up on the G1 special from San Francisco last night. Oh, I've got it on DVD. Nido is wearing a mask with three tongues protruding from it. Okay, that's funny. it's It's a crazy mask. I'm on. See, this is what I love about Dish because I have down at the uh, away from Studio Uh, One. Wait. Let me back up. It's not Nido. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Sounds like evil. <laughs> yeah. Because they just showed Nido. Yeah, there you go. I think they threw the name up, and I only caught uh, Nido's name. That's why. You but know, anyway, okay. Go but ahead. as far as You're it up. goes, so coming back to it, look, I liked Brett. I liked Sean. I liked Hunter. But if you go back, and, and, and Brian, you brought up win-loss records at Mania. You look at, but bring up, let's bring up win-loss records on Raw, on SmackDown, on chat, um, um, the other shows that WWE has had that, that Hunter's been on. Look at his track record against people who should have gotten a monster push in the Fed. Hunter goes over those people nine times out of ten. I'll tell you what, the one guy that I, I will say that, and and I I only say this because I have a certain loyalty to the guy because he gave us a great interview. Um, the one guy I always felt that Michaels and the rest of the clique kind of screwed was Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. Because that guy was a machine. He was athletic. He, he was, was in- charismatic. He was injury prone. Yeah, right. but they burned him so bad. I mean, by the time he finally got his feet under him, he had no chance. It sucked. 
Yeah, and because of the fact that he had the look, that he had the style, that he could actually cut a decent promo, you had people like Triple H and Shawn Michaels and half of that group that were sitting back going, man, he could knock his hand over his spine. What spot? Dog yeah. spot? Liver spot? What? Oh, uh, hey, hey. Uh, Let me just warn you, that's no. not safe. That's no. not safe. <laughs> <laughs> now receipts are coming from me. <laughs> One of the most controversial, hated promos of wrestling history. In our in our fandom group, <laughs> I think we were all ticked off when that happened. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. That, I mean, it was funny when uh, DX did it to uh, the nation. The nation, but yeah, when uh, the NWO did it to Orchman, that's not so funny. Mm-mm. No, that not was because so you, you could tell that they knew what they were doing was out of, out off script. Of course. And you you just knew that Nash is thinking to himself, this is going to go over like gangbusters. And it did. I'll give him credit for that. It did put him in a different stratosphere, except it also put them in nuclear heat level in the back. So not like they didn't already have it, but, you know. Yeah, um, well, don't, yeah don't get me wrong. It was pure genius. It was gold. Well, it just yeah. had to be the horseman. Right, uh, right. Which is uh, just uh, tough. <laughs> so, hey, before we close out, because we are coming up in the closing moments, I do want to go ahead and spend the last few moments talking about July 14th, the Hoops Academy in Ashland, Virginia, Ultimate Championship Wrestling presents War. Big Stuff Industries and the DuPont family have been going at it almost the entire year since UCW's return. And now we finally will get the culmination of just battle lines drawn. And we have a tag team matchup main eventing this show. We've got on one side Humphrey J. DuPont and a mystery partner. And on the other, KR Superstar getting in the ring for the first time ever. And his tag team partner, Brian, have we gotten confirmation on the identity of his partner or is it still just a member of big stuff industries what would you say have we gotten confirmation as to which member of big stuff industries it's going to be for kr for kr's partner uh yeah it's the champ the champion is it is that a trick question Actually, yeah, it kind of was. I was trying to get you involved. Thank you. Okay, you're both wrong. Wait. wait, You're both wrong. What? You're both wrong. I know who the mystery partner is. (laughs) No, no, yeah, but no, he didn't say say Humphrey, the mystery partner on Humphrey's side. No, I'm talking about He wanted to know who KR's partner was. Oh, that's that's even easier. That's on the posters and everything. Oh, do they? I'm going to have to talk to the boss. (laughs) <laughs> I can answer that really? question very simply. It was me, Austin. It was me uh, all along. Okay. <laughs> and to quote Jim Ross, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now just remember, though, for, for Humphrey's mystery partner, it could, he came out and said it could be anybody's ever managed. That's right. And the list that Humphrey did. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, you got to look at it from the perspective of who could it possibly be. Man, the, the names are endless. Endless, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. This is where it really gets interesting. 
getting his chance to finally perhaps win his first title in Ultimate Championship Wrestling, the king of the common man, challenging the television champion. That's right, Joe King taking on the Red Scorpion for the UCW television title. Noise Pollution invoking their rematch clause will be challenging Cheap Thrills for the UCW Tag Team Championship. Avery Rose is scheduled to defend the Ladies Championship. Now, I've heard rumors as to who her opponent could be, but you'll have to be there in live and living color to truly witness who it will be. But I can promise you that our new Ladies Champion is going to be ready for competition. We've also got word that there's going to be an awesome triple threat match. We've got Ethan Cross on one corner. Tremor on another. Wait, it's in one corner. In. Well, you better get it together. You're gonna get. You're gonna get poop canned. That's it. This time for real though. No jokes. <laughs> you're gonna get fired. It'll be the fourth time just this week. <laughs> so slow week, huh? Yeah. It has yeah, been. actually, yeah. <laughs> it's been a little rough. <laughs> in one corner we've got Ethan Cross. On the other corner we've got Tremor. And in the middle between these two, having made a a great return, in my opinion, just a few weeks ago, the former UCW heavyweight champion, Mr. Second to None, Dewan O'Neal. I mean, you will not find three guys that have had more of an impact in Ultimate Championship Wrestling, I would say outside of our champion, the heavyweight champion himself, uh, than these three guys. And it's interesting because I want to know who these guys are looking to go to after this matchup because you got to believe, I mean, with the with the winning streak that Tremor's been on, with the, the chip on the shoulder of Mr. Second to None, and honestly, with the anger that Ethan Cross has been taking with them, you got to believe they're looking to reclaim a top spot. Maybe. Maybe this triple threat matchup decides who our next number one contender is. That's all I'm saying. Maybe. Well, unless, at least you forget the returning Wes Rogers. That's right. Safety versus. First. <laughs> versus. Pork chop Johnson. Pork chop. Pork and chop Johnson's in the house. I don't know that there's a more popular superstar in Ultimate Championship Wrestling in that locker room, or perhaps on the East Coast, than Pork Chop Johnson. I really I, don't. Da- I dare say, at, at least in Virginia, he is, he is probably one of the most over. I would say he's certainly the most popular in UCW right now. Mm-hmm. Um, his performance in Orange I mean the guy took a beating From Jackson Shadows Really toe The to chops toe. alone oh. the, Yeah the chops, the suplexes, the slams I mean it was Give Jackson Shadows credit This guy has a future in the singles ranks If he ever decides he wants to be done with tag team competition One half of the Hounds of Hades Could just become a Hound of Hades by himself That's all I'm saying that but, yep. makes no sense. You, you know, know what you're saying. You know what? Are you nipping? Are you, is that what you're doing right now? Are you nipping? Nipping? Yeah, the bottle. Are you hitting the bottle? I hitting mean, the I, sauce? Had, I had a beer. Oh, my goodness gracious. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens when Stan has a beer and then does a podcast. <laughs> 
You're right. It was good beer, though. Shenanigans about. Yeah, imagine how it no. would sound if he drank a beer and then did live internet radio. That One more guy funny. says shenanigans, I'm going to pistol him. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> hey, what's the name of that restaurant? Oh, you mean Hey, watch, watch this. Shawn Michaels, shenanigans. Hey, ah. hey, hey, you, you son of a... Yeah, I love it. <sighs> Bret Hart was overrated. <clears throat> Folks, that's going to do it for... Uh, yeah, at, least, at least he didn't get beat up by Marty Jannetty in New Orleans. <laughs> I yeah. knew you were slide that in. <laughs> I should have known that was coming out today. Jerk. <laughs> Not that there's any truth to that, Macho. Okay? All right, people. Don't take I mean, it hey, literal. If the Macho Man can separate the two of them, though, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, we're, we're just joshing. We're just funning. We're just, we're just clowning. We're having shenanigans. That's it. You're going down. <laughs> hey, I hear you. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Don't you do it. I'm not going to do it. Exactly. All right. You can catch up with the show on Twitter at C2C Radio Show. Corner to Corner Show on Facebook. Again, we've got another awesome uh <clears throat> what is that? another poll, another voting competition in the corner to corner group? Best super heavyweight, the final four. Braun Strowman, remarkable that he's gotten this far this early in his career. Andre the Giant, Abdullah the Butcher, and Brian. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Big Van Vader. Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I haven't. Uh, I tried to shy away from. From oh my goodness gracious, uh, these polls they cause it strife and controversy. It does arguments. <laughs> and Scott, we're talking to you, buddy. You got to calm down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I like I like just watching the winner. You know the the final. Yeah, how does Braun rank though? That's crazy. Well, I mean, and that's just it. In such a early part of his career, too. I mean, he's only been active what four years. Yeah. I, I you know. The giant Baba is he not in there? I mean, oh, that's just it. Like Kid Hulk Bundy, Yokozuna, even Bam Bam Bigelow, who I don't know if he was a super heavyweight, but definitely he was a great heavyweight. But still, a lot of big super heavyweights that didn't make it to the final four. Anyway, that's in the corner to corner wrestling uh, group on Facebook. So head to head over there on Facebook and uh, put your vote in. Let's see where you stand. Uh, and then, of course, you can catch up with Rob, who is on vacation this weekend. But you can catch up with him on Twitter at Rob Hepner C two C and R D H E W P on the Instagram. Hey, and if you got his Instagram right now, that's right, right now you can see photos from his trip to Disney. So wait, wait, what's that? He's not even here, and he stole my bit of having you post the social media stuff. He's not even here. Why does he get to rank? Oh, wow. You should have just left him blank this week. Rob, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just thought I was doing something nice. You really ticked Brian off. Way to go. Uh, shenanigans. Not again. Then now course, Monkey the- Boy dance. <laughs> See, I was, you know, just not nice. Brian can be found at SDRCP21 on Twitter. Uh, Brian Taylor on Facebook doesn't use his Instagram. Don't bother him on there. Setting on the oh, Facebook. I have Instagram. Horrible. Say photos. something nice about it. I don't even. If you have an Instagram, I've never seen it. Oh, it's on there. 
<laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. Why don't you go ahead and search them out? Okay. <laughs> See if you can find them. You let me know, okay? <laughs> I, can be found, I can be found on Twitter at Stan from Krypton, Stan Grub on uh, <clears throat> Facebook, and Stan Grub on Instagram. Hey, don't forget, Ultimate Championship Wrestling can be found at ucwforever.com. Check us out on highspotswrestlingnetwork.com. You mm-hmm. can find Ultimate Championship Wrestling there. Right now, we've got three different episodes of Defiance available and on demand for you. Uh, UCW Forever on Twitter, UCW Forever on Instagram, and hey, UCW Forever on Facebook. Um, hey. Yes, sir. You want to buy tickets? That's Where right. Where can they find them? Tickets are available right now at eventbrite.com. Keyword UCW War. Uh, they will be available at the door as well. They're selling fast, however. Let me just remind you. Last time we were in Ashland, Virginia, it was indeed a sellout crowd. We were turning people away. So don't be last. Get your tickets right now, and we will see you in Ashland, Virginia next Saturday, July 14th for UCW War. Get a chance to see the the war unfold, the battle between the DuPont family and Big Stuff Industries. And with that, as we get ready to roll out, it's time to laugh. Eddie, close us out in style. At Beyond Ringside on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Beyond Ringside Live. Of course, BeyondRingside.com is home as well as ProWrestlingRadio.net. Early notice real quick, and for those of you just now catching on, I'm sorry it took so long. The app is in limbo right now tune in is in limbo right now they are running um i'm putting everything on those services as soon as we finish post-production here in studio so if you're listening right now on replay through tune in and through the app we'll get that caught up very quickly unless it's already monday then it's already caught up and you're behind the times mm-hmm <laughs> Uh, for me personally, the website is fasteddylane.com, mainly because I'm a jerk about my social media. Facebook.com slash fasteddylane. Click like over there. I post similar stuff. If we don't know each other, don't send me a friend request. Ah, well, how are you going to get to know them? <coughs> yeah. Facebook.com I mean, slash fasteddylane. I mean, it's not all swipe right, Mr. Eddie Lane. Hmm. Swipe up, swipe down, swipe up. <laughs> Swipe down. <laughs> Is that a new one? <laughs> Is that the new app? That's what she said. <laughs> Don't. Oh, jeez. There we go. And we're down the tubes already. Already. It took oh, us two, two plus God. hours. <laughs> and on behalf of all of us here at the Beyond Ringside Radio Network, we hope everybody has survived a great 4th of July weekend. Um, week and weekend, of course, to the uh, children down in the cave that have been rescued our hearts go to you as well as the rest of the crew that is still down in the cave you should have taken the boat for a three-hour tour that way you could have made a million dollars on a television series oh and quick programming note corner to corner will not be airing live next sunday myself and the doctor will be recovering from our post-show hangover and then in a pay-per-view yeah exactly so we'll be lucky to be awake to the first half. And <laughs> we have a strict, yeah, we'll probably fall asleep in the second half. You're probably right. And if yeah. y'all have me on social media, that means you'll be able to see what my antics next weekend at Kentucky Kingdom theme park. Correct mundo. And for the record, for all my fellow Washington National fans, the natural still remains in Washington, D.C. Bryce Harper was not traded. 
I will never forgive Eddie for that joke. I didn't know Dustin God. Rhodes was playing for the Nationals. I mean, you could already write the Indians in for the pennant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Worst joke ever. <laughs> ever! Should I do it like this? For Brian. Uh, Chaos versus Ingonables de Japon from the G1 is uh, pretty off the chains. For Stan. Uh, yeah, you know, shenanigans and y'all have it coming. Receipts. For <laughs> Rob. <laughs> Mickey Mouse here. <laughs> Thank you. I was waiting on that. <laughs> Studio announcer Fast Steady Lane saying, Thank you for going corner to corner. Bye bye. Good night, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 